0: Yo, Leafs talk, Sam McKee, JD Bunkus, Leafs just play the wood. Absolute mm-hmm. wire to wire ass kicking tonight of the Los Angeles Kings. I have, you know, you and I have been trying to tighten this sucker up. We've been trying to avoid the 40 minute mark. I got so many things to go over tonight, yeah. buddy. Like there, there's, there's a laundry a- list.
1: That was a system win, pal. That's just yeah. the Leafs playing at an incredibly high level. And, like, listen, the Kings aren't great, but they're in a playoff spot in the West. Like, they've had some decent games. They've played okay this year, and they just had no chance playing against the Leafs in the way they're playing right now. Like, they just, just they had, one quick they were the completely Kings? smothered. Smothered from start oh, to finish. Smothered is the only
0: word. It was a smothering. It was literally yes. like they went in the room while the Kings were sleeping, took the pillow, put it over yeah. their faces, <laughs> and had no it was night-night time. Yeah. Okay, this is this is petty of me to start this way, but everybody was talking about how the Oilers were the best team in Canada last year because they beat that team in the playoffs. Like, what do you think would happen if the Leafs got the Kings in the first round of the playoffs? Okay, just... A little something to ponder on. They'd probably find a a way. They'd
1: probably find a way to
0: lose. (laughs) Yeah, you know what? Maybe, maybe, maybe maybe I shouldn't be talking about playoffs today. Just that—that did piss me off a little bit. That we threw a parade for Edmonton (laughs) because they went past the L.A. Kings in the playoffs, a team that Toronto just smushed like a bug. And how much of tonight do you think the boys got hot and ready for Biebs in the house?
1: Um, I think they had to know he was there. Right? Like, they would have chatted beforehand. Oh. Like, he would have, t- he would have texted them. You him. think Matthews doesn't know where he is at all times? No, I – listen, I absolutely think it matters. Like, there's no yeah. way that if Bieber's in the house, <laughs> you're not playing harder. It's just the way – like, <laughs> I I know that may sound stupid and, like, whatever. No, people I, hate hate on the Biebs can, can it hate up? on it, but they were absolutely buzzing. And the two guys that, you know – are the stars of the team and have been the stars all year. Like Marner, unbelievable again. Matthews, unbelievable tonight. Probably his best game I can remember in the past few weeks. He was really good. Willie, great. Yeah. But I think it had an effect. And listen, that even for a pop star, that is just an absurd outfit. Like, listen, I, I loved I, it. My sensibilities are pretty high. Like, I'm okay with somebody wearing whatever, but boy, that's a look. And he pulled it off. Of course he did. He's the beeps, but boy, oh boy, I what a look. It. I loved it.
0: It reminded me of when we were in elementary school. Remember when like aliens were big for a second? You know, <laughs> kids had aliens posters. There was just t-shirts. You would rock
1: like a. <laughs> t- Honey, t- remember aliens? I would... Okay, listen, not to go on to side, But when my mom yeah. went to New York when I was a kid, she bought yeah. me a t-shirt that had yeah. aliens dressed in all the yeah. different neighborhoods, like what they would wear if they yeah. were. And I wore that damn shirt like literally every day. I was hot that in the Alien was... Street. Oh yeah,
0: dude. That was the hottest thing that you could rock in the streets for a good year. <laughs> I was an alien for Halloween like two times. <laughs> but that's what it reminded me of. There used to be an alien mask that yes. was like a beige colored with purple eyes. <laughs> know Everybody exactly. knows what I'm talking about. If you're in the vicinity of our age, that's what beaver rocked tonight, uh, except for he made it hot. The kid made uh, it pop. I love the Beams. I loved the outfit. Full endorsement. I, let's get a little side thing on the beans. Then we'll get into this game. Okay. It's a fun Can night. I, Everybody yeah. chill out. Everybody relax. I love that Beaver got to have just a normal guy moment at the Leafs game, sitting there fist bumping fellas on his, on their way out of the arena.
1: High five. Hey? Yeah. I, listen, yeah. I, I'm surprised by that. Like when I saw him, cause he's usually in the luxury box as one Drake would do down there. Courtside. No, he's I know of the people, in in the not, but the it's seats, not even like, yeah. I like, Listen, I know, but dude, I went to the Leafs game with Kipper and it was like I was with Leonardo DiCaprio. I can't imagine what Biebs is getting in and out of there, like his security detail. Like I can't imagine the swarms of people. For him to sit in the in the normal seats with people is a normal guy move i'm so surprised to see him sitting down there i respect it big time i, I hate to too. say how much i respect I, it but
0: i do i respect the hell out of it man yeah. drop a new album Let's let this <laughs> summer make a comeback drop an album drop another red hot Leafs song in time for playoffs i'm into it anyway let's let's start with the big boys tonight because mm-hmm. that's that's who drove the bus the leaves kicked ass again you can't you can't find a bad player tonight the only bad moments are obviously awful for nick robertson we'll talk about that in a little bit uh engvall i don't know what there is to say i don't think that's going to be a suspension a bit of a look like a more of an unfortunate play but hey how about you just drop the gloves and fight instead of trying to do a head chop um i'm gonna start we got to start with marner i guess i was gonna start with nylander because i don't think he's been getting his due during this entire stretch Mm. but mitch marner the point streak is incredible but the only point I really want to make about him tonight is the way that he got his goal, which is if you are the opposing team and you are going to drop it back when he is bearing down on you, he reads the play so incredibly well, dude. And yeah, he got all of that. He takes the, basically the one timer off the boards. And that was, was that nicest shot of his career?
1: Mm, Pretty close. Pretty close.
0: Like that was a, for, by his standards, I didn't even know he had all that in him. But what you see routinely is not that shot, not him going to clapper bar down on somebody, but just his ability to read the play and what a defenseman and what a, like mm. where the puck is going, what like, someone's going to do, reading it perfectly, timing it perfectly. Like, he is just fully in sync, man.
1: flow well, state. Li- listen, I agree. That was just... That, oh, look at the beads. Loving it. Loving it. Yeah, He's fired up. I just... That could not have come off the board sweeter for him in stride. Yeah. Like, he was in the perfect spot and he just hammered it. And I think, what did, did CC say that he's got six go- or seven goals? And Or, sorry, it wasn't CC tonight. It was the other broadcast and it was TSN that did it. But did Gordon Miller say that he's got seven in his last seven games? Is that what he said? Like, he, you know, we were talking about his assists and how much he's been doing, but like, the guy's been scoring a lot now. You know, you remember him scoring no, the crazy. shorty, him scoring two against Tampa. He really, really has turned it around in terms of his goal scoring, and he's just – I don't think he's ever going to be like a natural goal scorer, but I think it's just his ability to read what the situation needs because I think there's a lot of time where he would overpass in the years, and we would kind of be pulling our hair out and being like, man, would you shoot that? I think he's got the ability now to shoot it hard enough to keep people honest, and then he can actually make a read off of it, so – uh, yeah, another thing I think night his goal him.
0: scoring is underappreciated. I think his goal scores, dude, he scored 35 in 72 games last year. Mm, yeah, like I know. he was a huge year. What's what's wild about this season is, and I haven't looked this up over the last two games. So this is if this has changed slightly, then forgive me. But last I looked at Marner's shots, he's actually shooting the puck less per game this year than he was a year ago. And yet it does feel as though he's way more confident in terms of looking for his mm-hmm. own offense. You're right. That's definitely been a part of his game. The point I'm making with this is like, he does read those plays. Yes. Did that puck get in and like bounce perfectly for him. But I've been talking a lot about flow state on my show, on my podcast and how this is one of the most fascinating things to me to watch with a professional athlete. It's like Jason Tatum is in it right now in the NBA and Mitch Marner is in it right now in the NHL. We've seen Patrick Mahomes be in it in the NFL. I actually think that Josh Allen had a little bit early on in the season, the NFL, where a guy, everything is just clicking for them. Their confidence and their skill are matching up perfectly. And it just looks like the game comes to players when that's happening. And I just thought that was another example of it tonight, where Marner's around it, he's buzzing, and then, you know, you create your own luck. So brilliant brilliant goal by him. Brilliant just season for him so far. And now he has points in all games but two, which is insane.
1: I have a proposition for you here now, though, in terms of the point streak, because point streaks now was that 21 was that 21 or was 22 it was 21 tonight it's 21 so can we can we we treat the point streak like uh birthdays that to only celebrate like the fives so it's like 20 he got 20 that was a big accomplishment and then you get up to 25 it's like oh boy and then you get to third you're like oh my god we're getting higher and higher here i just feel like being like oh it's incredible but to me this isn't even really like watching it it's not remarkable at all like I'm expecting him to get a point every single night it's not like yeah. the the point streak to me is not the remarkable part of how he's playing like he's the best no. guy on the ice every single game he plays the point streak is just like a secondary story to this I like I, I love totally that he's agree. I, I, I love that he's got in-road. it for sure and it's yeah. a great little feather in his cap and this is time for him to get his really appreciate but like in terms of watching the Leaves, I'm happy he gets it like I was happy when he got the goal tonight so that he could say you know that's the point streak. But just the dominance in all three zones every single night is far more enjoyable than some random points streak.
0: Oh, but 100%. The nicer play was the one that he made just before it, the pass. Oh my God. Like so from sick. his ass. I
1: know. Yeah. Right no, on the tape. How would you shoot that one in the net, John, for him? Oh my God. He like hit the, he almost hit the mesh with like a puck yeah. in the slot. Anyways. You're right. I, I agree with this.
0: Unless he does something brilliant, I will shelve it as a top storyline to me. I did like the idea of seeing Matt Sundin on the list on the graphic they threw up there of the mm-hmm. most recent streaks and that he had a 31 and I went,
1: yeah, with the, with get, the Nordiques though.
0: I uh, know. Imagine that old NHL where trades like that happened, where you would trade Matt Sundin for <laughs> no. Wendell Clark and go, that's good trade. <laughs> <Whoopsies>.
1: <laughs> and,
0: and I'll never forget how my father was furious oh, about that. yeah.
1: You're, <laughs> guess what? I got an opinion
0: for you. Yeah. Your father wasn't oh, yeah. the
1: only father mad about that.
0: No, he was nonplussed. I can still remember him talking about it. Anyway, um, now Nylander. Okay, mm-hmm. so he and Matthews were just everywhere tonight, completely dominating. But I think that Nylander's game this season has taken a stride. I would like to see heat maps. I'd like to see the heat map people show me the areas of the ice that he's been going into this year. I know that's always been something that has been quibbled with in terms of how much he actually goes to the middle, people call him a perimeter player, blah, 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 blah. He's clearly been better the last season and now into this one. But one of the things that's most notable to me about why his play has been so strong is, one, he's just, he's there every single night. And so there's no polarizing games where people are just jumping on his back and going up and down. There's no more debates. He's just unbelievably good. But... Like, if we're rolling some of his highlights here tonight, I how many times is he just. He makes. Look at this rebound. Dude, he makes. just. Beautiful. Beautiful. His and silky the, finish. The zone entries have always been an incredible part of his game, right? Like, he just. He gains the zone like few players in the entire NHL. But his willingness to drive to the net consistently ha- seems like there's an uptick there for me this year. Anyway, I just. I feel like his season has been a little slept on just in all of the chaos that has been this toronto maple leaf season and yeah i i this is the best he's ever looked obviously just think he's stronger more confident he he deserves a lot of this too
1: i think it's a really really important to point out how good he's been and you're right you nailed something there that it's just the consistency that you know we we saw a ton of this over the past however long he's been in the league like his whole career we've seen flashes of this guy a ton and But the polarizing thing that everybody that was on the anti Under side would say is that he would have the weeks, you know, two weeks at a time where he wouldn't score and he wouldn't be contributing. And that guy's just completely gone. He's completely got that out of his game where he's just a consistent contributor every single night. And I think it probably helps him to be, like, quote-unquote, the fourth guy, right? Like, you look at Matthews, you look at Marner, you look at Tavares. Those guys all make more than him. They take more of the burden in terms of the criticism, in terms of the praise. And he just gets to go along and do what he does. Like he's just really in a rhythm him and Matthews. Now their chemistry has really gone up. Like tonight they did a couple things. It's just globe how good they look together. Yeah. So this is, I think Sheldon Keith. we were all kind of clamoring for it, but the fact that he actually did it and is stuck with it, the line change has worked beautifully. And I think this is all we, you and I always talked about how we like this more and it's, it's it's the way it is and he's done it right he made the call and he's stuck with it i think maybe they'll go back to it at some different point i don't know when or why you would but right now these two lines when they come over the boards, it's ridiculous how good both of them look
0: to me it's just you know you have it you know you have it in the bag and for me at this point so i'm not trying to get over the top right now and get too high too low you know, everybody got very low during the losing streak, which, again, I think was very rightfully so. Oh, um, the start of the I year? I think people are, yeah, and I think people oh, are right God. to get very high right now. But I'm just trying to avoid being a prisoner of the moment to a degree and starting to extrapolate this out to the playoffs because the the difference is I do think that the stakes and the pressure are what we need to see with this group. And, yeah, a Thursday night game against the Kings at home, is it, it's just like that's not replicating that. However, it does feel like everybody's slotted, and I do believe that what you said there about just the us always wanting this and us wanting to see the different look, maybe there is something to getting into a postseason and having a different feel, different lines, different look, and it's not just Marner and Matthews together feeling like, oh, my God, we need to drive the bus here, that Matthews just looks across and sees a different guy. Mitch looks across, sees a different guy. I, I don't know. I just, I, I'm i theorizing, but maybe it is,
1: maybe it does become something for these guys. I think that's a fair point. And I do think that that's the number one thing that you can't, that's the biggest difference between the playoffs and the regular season for these guys. Obviously it's just the stakes. It's just the stakes and you can't, and like you can play against the Tampa Bay lightning on Saturday night, like they did and have a great game and have it feel like the playoffs. We could all be like, Oh, that was a playoff style game. And you're playing against a big Dallas stars team. Who's, you know, a playoff type team. And you can say all this stuff and have all this, you know, this conjecture during the the regular season, but it just, it just doesn't, there's nothing that you can possibly replicate when it comes to playoff hockey, and that's going to be the big test for these guys. But the thing that sucks for Leaf fans, and, like, you know, I'm taking a beating from, you know, I tweeted out something, in walker's hammer, and maybe like, oh, awesome regular season team, all this different stuff. It's like, you can, I'm trying my best to not measure this against the playoffs because it's such a different thing, and it's, I'm just enjoying watching this team play right now. I don't think I've watched... Which is shocking, right? Which is shocking
0: because I, I didn't think that I would... Or could, this is just stupid, maybe this is that I'm just a big dumb idiot, because year over year I always tell myself, there's no way that I'm going to enjoy the regular season, it's going to be a slog. I say this to myself, and this year I went, there's nothing they can do. After the Matthews Hart season, I thought there's nothing that an individual on this team could do that would change the way that I feel about watching these guys in regular season. And then all four of their top guys showed up this year, and yeah, Matthews, it took him a little while. But now all four of them clicking all cylinders. It's just the whole team buying in defensively like this. The goaltending being awesome. They're just the symmetry between all of the players. The fact that they just have stepped up in adversity and stepped up with losses on the blue line. Giordano, they're just so likable. It's so enjoyable. By the way, on that point, Matthews normalized for you now. This is now five goals in six games. Yeah, it's it's, I'd say it's just feeling like I'm watching Austin Matthews every night now.
1: Yeah, I'd say he's back. I'd say I don't really know what the swoon was. I I was very surprised. Not surprised, but shocked by the actual number. Uh, Sportsnet put up a, a board during the game against Tampa that got sent to me afterwards, That it was the defensive touches per game. Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he did. was. The old- since November 1st, he was leading the league with, what, 8.7 per game. Yeah. Marner was second. Like, I know that part of the game has always been there for him. But maybe, like, I'm, you know, like, listen, I'm just a fan. I'm not Borny. I'm not breaking down the tape or whatever. But, like, the defensive side of the game has obviously been a priority for Keith talking about the forwards being defensive. It's like, you know, maybe that part of his game was lacking for how much he was playing defensively. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out the reasons for why he looks so bad. So, that stat. And you
0: know me. I'm not Mr. Numbers, Mr. Analytics over here. But... To me, if you were going to lead in that statistic or be as high as you were, I'm not sure that is necessarily as big of an indicator of just pure positivity, simply because if you're getting the most, that means, A, you're playing a ton of minutes, but, B, you have to be in your own end for that to happen, which means that, like, you're not in the offensive end. It's kind of like hits, right? We always used to covet hits, no, hits, hits. If, Martin, block if shots, block
1: shots second in that, then it's hard to yeah. quibble with that, too, because it's like— Yeah, except pick, for he's picking- on a penalty to kill. Yeah, they're picking the puck up in the defensive zone and going the other way. Listen, I'm just searching for reasons why Matthew had a slow start, and I I really don't know. It seems like a mystery to me to think back to, like, I just think back to that, the trip where they were awful and coming back from that. And even, even, I guess, like, when's it turned around? Like, the last two weeks, I guess it's been where it's really turned around. Like, he was still getting his points, but I would say that this is really starting to look more like him. I'd say Dallas, he was excellent. Tonight, he was excellent. So yeah, it's an encouraging thing just that like now the last that two weeks, bro. Yeah, that now that they're all getting their 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 mojo together with all these guys back together and they're starting to get a little bit more healthy on the back end. T. J. Brody, nice little nice little guy to add to the back end. Just so responsible. Didn't notice him once, just like usual, and played well. So
0: I noticed him a couple of times where he just eliminated guys from plays. Yeah, and they they the broadcast talked about how the Kings have a good cycle game. And there were a couple moments where he was on the ice and they tried to get that going. And he just pinned some guy against the board and was like, yeah,
1: no. Connor Timmons effect, pal. (laughs) You want to talk about Connor Timmons? It's a pretty nice game. Listen, listen. I just, I texted you during the game that I have bought a tiny bit of Connor Timmons stock. Not a ton. It's already up. It's already gone up a little bit from the first period it went up. I just, I just a little bit. Listen. Yeah. I, there's just something about a guy that's six foot two, shoots right, and skates okay, and can make a decent pass. Like, it's not it watching. Like Vic- you and Justin Cuthbert hybrid? Oh, oh, you mean white guys with beards? What a surprise. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 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 um, yeah. It just, he, you know, after watching Mac Hollowell and watching, you know, Victor Mette and watching guys that they've put in the bottom pair, it's like, oh, okay, this guy. Kind of resembles what I think an NHL defenseman looks like. I'm not saying he's a stud by any stretch of the imagination, but I think it was a good little bet for Dubas and Co. to make to get a guy that's six foot two and shoots right and kind of skates okay. I
0: I, I don't mind getting him. a guy getting a guy with the profile that you just outlined is the old cliche in baseball of there's no such thing as a bad minor league deal.
1: Yes, bingo, bingo. That's exactly right. That's what the Jays are going to be Me. doing, by the way. Minor league deals because they can't sign a major I- league one. That's for sure.
0: I, I'm not giving Brandon Nimmo $170 million. To <laughs> That's to a
1: lot of. of money. Oh, my God. <laughs> a New
0: York kid. Stay <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah. Anyways. Anyway, uh, let's keep it rolling down the list. I, just, I like Timmons tonight. I just think there is a little bit of something of getting those minutes with Brody. There is a little something in having a game where everybody's dominant, where everyone looks good. Mm-hmm. And no to me, there is a little something about what you mentioned there too, which is just the size and the look where I go, Hey, Mm -hmm. that looks a lot better than the tiny guys that we saw a week ago. (laughs) And and it's (laughs) it's 85% that like at least (laughs) like, if you put me in a photo with Riccio and Walker, who you (laughs) mentioned, people are going to go, that guy looks good. He's tall. Or, or me and my Sebastian Jovinko photo that I post. <laughs> I've never posted another pic on dude, Instagram. Dude, you look so hot Me that and Jovinko.
1: Pick, I'm like, oh my God, you're the tallest, hottest dude. You, can't, you never post another one. Can never. I might <laughs> no. just delete all the other pics on my Instagram. So go there now. <laughs> go there now.
0: Take a look. Follow that JD Muggins. Just look uh, at my Jovinko <laughs> picture. Me and Gio every once in a while. Me and the Atomic Ant. Anyway, uh, Samsonov K. Leafs had the the entire game. We said it. Mm-hmm. They smothered them. They kicked their ass. It was wire to wire. There was really no moment where the Kings had any kind of life. Even their their five-minute power play, it was, eh. But I actually thought Samsonov made a couple of pretty decent saves tonight. Agreed. And most goalies will tell you, those are the games where you can get a little nervous. And you remember when Samsonov first got in the net for the Leafs? And mm-hmm. we thought, oh boy, I wonder if he's going to feel a little shaky and... It was a hot crowd tonight. Bieber's in the house. The team sometimes the hardest that it is to play net, and again, I don't want to compare me, but is when the team is playing amazing and all you need to do is just make a couple of saves and then every time it's like don't don't screw this up, man. Don't don't be the guy who all of a sudden lets the air out of the balloon.
1: And I just think that he deserves a little credit for never letting the air out of the balloon. I agree. Uh, was he ended up with 29 shots against for a shutout. Nice to see the back-to-back shutouts. Shockingly to me, high number. To me, the fascinating thing, watching these two guys play, they're so different. Mm. Like, they, yeah. it's just, you know, it's just, you're so used to the Murray positional, uh, massive but shoulder Samsonov pads. way more sexy. Pa- Samsonov plays a much more, like, athletic style of goalie yeah. where he's flying around, the pads are flying around. He's just, it's so different. So it's like I've gotten used yeah. to watching Murray over the last little bit. And it's like going to this guy, it's a much different thing, much different feel. So, man, how can you not be encouraged by the least goaltending situation right now? They're obviously not going to be this for a long period of time. Like there's going to be a swoon, but it really does seem like they have two super capable NHL goaltenders, which you couldn't say last year. So just all of a sudden, it really looks like a strength to the team. Besides the way they're playing defensively, like this is the recipe. You know, it must feel—it it must feel. In, of course, it's a big time thing that like Murray's stretch. He's not having this year on Ottawa. Let's just say that. Like, if he had been in Ottawa, he's not looking like this. But guess I just,
0: Samsonov looks like if he's in Washington again for another year on that. Like team. he did last year. Or yeah, more of this, more of the same.
1: Um, yeah. So no, yeah. I'm just—I'm really happy that. Listen, I can't imagine how good Sheldon Keefe, how much he loves this. Like, after. The post-December goaltending that this team got last year and like just sending out a couple guys now that aren't they don't seem like watching them play they don't look like flashing a pan guys like I said they're gonna they're obviously gonna take a dip at some point but they just look capable and good and like NHL goalies it must just be such a breath of fresh air for Sheldon like he must love life being able to put one of those two guys in right now as opposed to what he was dealing with earlier
0: they um They are playing in a very goalie-friendly situation right now. Big time. But they are making the saves they need to make. And this is the part of it that I will go to my grave believing and I will never not believe. Being the goalie for the Maple Leafs is infinitely harder than any other market in the NHL. And if you show up on a night where like this, where there's a hot crowd and the team is playing that way and you make those saves it it actually does say a little bit more to me that they, they remind me right now of a, a sick running back tandem where the two guys elevate each other, where it's just, it's thunder and lightning. And one of those things where both guys run harder, both guys run better. They're on the sideline supporting one another kind of thing. They're not getting upset about who's getting what snap count. And you just feel like, Hey, whoever we hand the ball off to, they're going to pick up chunks every single play. So, That's I, I, I love the way that these guys just seem to be a little bit elevating each other's play by each guy has to go out there and continue to carry the baton.
1: So you go Murray on Saturday against
0: the Flames? Unquestionably. Agree. Okay. Glad we Yo, agreed on that. D- Goaltenders need hierarchy. That's what mm-hmm. every single goalie talks about, unless they're, like, problems. <laughs> like, the guys who think they should be playing more. And so to me, what they have to do is say, Matt Murray, you're the starter. And I'm thinking that that's probably the pitch they gave Samsonov was, hey, you can come in here and compete and you can always have a chance to win the net. But this is Murray's net. And he probably thought in the back of his mind somewhere, him and his agent probably had a very quiet conversation of, hey, this is a really good team to be the goalie of. It's very visible. This is a one year deal. Matt Murray Mm -hmm. could absolutely get hurt and you could end up playing a ton of games. There, it's it's a very likely that this guy is not going to play 60 this season. You're going to be leaned on pretty heavily, so strap him up and and let's mm-hmm. give this a go. Anyway, I have no concerns about the Leafs net right now, which is shocking given that it was the story of the summer. And right now, it's hey, what are the things you feel most confident in? And each night I go, those Big guys four are the that they need to make the stops. What yeah. like it's crazy? It's going to be shocking when they let in a bad goal.
1: I know that's it's it's a hot stretch right now, and like. I I understand that the the negativity side of it. You can be like, oh, but Chuck Campbell was excellent last year, and then he fell off a cliff. Except for he C- was excellent he's a, for a short little period of time. Yeah, and he's he was a career backup that got hot. Here.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm he was, he never had the pedigree. <laughs> he's never. He was, I guess, a first round pick like Samsonov was, but mm-hmm. he never had the actual pedigree or games played in the league like these other two guys have. Where hey, they've actually been the guy on playoff teams. 100%. That teams have relied on. Jack Campbell was never that before he came to Toronto. Um all I have left is little things. Do you have any got, other big points well, I,
1: we got we gotta talk about my son Dersey? I'd hurt my heart. I'm sick for him. Sick for him. I listen. Hey. Did he did he take a dive? No comment. No comment at this time. No questions or comments about a potential dive from my son Sean Dersey. But boy, yeah. That's like, come on, guys. Like, I love the hot crowd. I get it. Like, I would have been... Booing. I love it. If, it. if it wasn't my son, I would have been booing my ass off too. I get it. <laughs> but God, the poor kid. Like, he, how much he dropped tonight? 20 grand on tickets? Like, just... Or how many did he say he bought? 200? More than that. Like, this guy bought all this money. The team gets railroaded. Like, absolutely smoked. He gets slashed yeah. in the head. And he's getting booed. Yeah. His mom's in the crowd trying to cheer him. I I, I'm, I could barely watch. I was like, oh my god, his mom,
0: this poor kid. His mom put on an all-time performance tonight. She, she did. was incredible. What Kudos a, to what a to Mrs. Jersey.
1: Love her to death. Hey, I yeah.
0: Mrs. Jersey. Now that's the other tough part about Jersey's night. <laughs> Everybody found out you got a hot mom. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, 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 like the whole world found oh. out. You get booed in the ring. You spend all that money and now you're getting a million texts being like, "Hey, buddy, you got a hot mom." Like that's tough. It. That's a really tough. <laughs> that's that's a
1: tough night. Uh, Zach Aston so, Reese hit. Yeah. So hey, uh, this Engvall thing, he's not gonna get suspended for that. No, that was I thought that was like borderline not- accidental. No, but he had to be shown
0: the gate for that. You swing a sure. stick into somebody's into somebody's brain, you're going no, on, you obviously should five, off. You get
1: Five-minute five major. Yeah, No question. But I don't think it's going to no, be No, but anything it, anything I, d-
0: I thought it was a little accidental. I don't think he was, like, at, trying to... Ch- this wasn't Chris Simon, okay?
1: So, yeah, no, it's that's <laughs> if five. I, if, I got another question for you. Is that Engvall's first yeah. five-minute penalty of his whole life? Like, junior, be the peewee, till now? Yeah. There's no way he's at a five-minute penalty until now.
0: Dude, the, the only negatives from this game the that moment for him and mm-hmm. kerfoot four on one <laughs> just doing kerfoot well, things. and nick
1: robertson probably being out for the year well probably that's too.
0: that's where i was going to go after the yeah. i was going to kind of close on that one because okay. that's sort of the big ripple effector mm-hmm. um i just want to say i love that zach ass and reed hit uh, like that zach Assen and reese hit yeah more please beautiful. zach yeah but this I, I haven't had a chance to get on my pedestal for this i've been trying to get pronger on all week because i know he'll just agree with me <laughs> which is have him agree about everybody crying about hitting in hockey right now and how there always has to be a fight after a big hit and now this discussion of well if there's always fights after big hits is the game getting too fast do we need to change no honest to god there is nothing more exciting and lovely than just a gorgeous clean open ice hit like the one that zach Aston-Reese laid
1: tonight and you know what's even fun too is the fight after the hit like what's wrong with that that's yeah. even more exciting like that's that's uh, like people are like i, I don't it. want the fights after the hit i'm like i do it's exciting Pure. it's fun it's it's Pure so fun hit yeah
0: so fun. nailed him seeing the replays oof seeing that nailed hit him. lovely lovely and he got the puck. lovely stuff dude it was it was one of the plays of the year <laughs> it was gorgeous <laughs> it
1: was you're, you're all gorgeous. in on czar you love the czar <laughs> oh no, dude
0: I, I immediately, he laid that hit, and I went, more, please. I, <laughs> I just held the bowl up. <laughs> like, I was, I've been so hit-deprived the last bunch oh, of years I know, with this team It was so lovely. It was lovely, lovely, lovely. Anyway, the unfortunate hit. um I guess let's roll the Robertson injury. The way his shoulders hanging, obviously skating off, looked like this location. You hope that there's nothing... There's not too much damage done there, but ugh, he just feels snake bit with this team, dude. He just does. He just feels so snake bit. I hate, I hate the result. I hate that he's hurt, but he's a smaller guy who's dealt with injuries before with this team. And this has been one of the questions with him is like, can he stay healthy? And here he is in his opportunity and he ends up getting hurt. It's just, it's kind of heartbreaking, man, because he really had a chance to force the Leafs hand one way or another with a strong stretch here with Yarn out. Had he been looking really good, he would have maybe won over the trust of the coaching staff. He would have forced at least a decision for them to say, no, I'm not going back down to the AHL. Figure out a spot for me to go or I don't want to be here long term. Figure something out quietly. And now it's just it looks like it's going to be rehab, a stint back at the Marlies. And I'll be honest, man, if this is a multiple week injury, I don't think that we see him with the Leafs again this year.
1: No, I think you're right. And uh, David says, just texted us that uh, Keith said Robertson out for significant time and that he feels yeah. for the, and that he feels for the kid. So it's, it's like heartbreaking. Everybody does. And like, the thing is I saw some pushback to the hit and he was kind of going in for, I thought he was kind of engaging in it too. And that's just, I,
0: I don't think there was anything.
1: It was just, there was just a big man and a not so big, big man. man. Versus little man. And they just, yeah. and God, the way he hit the boards is like, Oh, so it's just, you feel for him big time. The kids just, whatever just happened to him. He's going like his brother's leading the league and scoring. Like I don't, that doesn't don't like, he's probably happy for him, but God, that's a craw sticking your craw. Just like, Oh God, I, I feel for, him. there's nothing else to say. He got smoked. He's out for a significant period of time and he's going to be, it's going to be a tough one for him to find his way back on this team this year. It really is.
0: Yeah. I, he needed to play. He clearly Absolutely. needed more ice time. He, he had a very strong offseason. I I know this for a fact. He is a extremely hardworking kid off the Big ice. Big time. When he first came in the league, and they went, okay, I don't, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna railroad this guy by name, but there was a certain other smaller player within the Leafs organization that they kept saying, you need to lift and work out, and he went, nah. And guess what? Never had a career. And they did that with Robertson, and guess what he did? Just like dominated, worked out worked his ass off like all the way through the pandemic COVID gym, made everything work. Skip the world
1: juniors. Skip the world juniors. Remember?
0: Yeah. To stay with the Leafs. He's just, he'll be back in some capacity. I don't think his career is over, but yeah, like I I said, I I don't think he's back with the Leafs this year. And now this leaves another hole on that left side where at least he was a stopgap measure. It's not anything you're panicking about, right? Look at the, win they just had tonight, but what, what do you put there does malgan get a run uh, like wh- what do you do while Croc's out yarncroft's gonna slide back in there when he gets back but for the meantime what do you do with that second line well
1: you're probably calling up uh sda or whoever you got from the minors you're calling but you're him not up.
0: playing sda on the no second you're putting
1: you're putting you're, put, you're putting malgan there and i guess you're putting sda is the guy that kind of rotates in and out with with simmons now right so the Law of um,
0: guild is back in full
1: effect yeah, he went down for one day and he came back up. So he's probably going to get called back up unless, like, I don't know. There's other Marlies down there, like Steve's apparently is a pretty good player. Like, you'd think they would give all these guys a Steve, look now. So I don't know.
0: That's that's what I would kind of hope for is that ugh, I I would rather see them. I'm <laughs> Sorry that I made that noise saying this, but I'd rather have them give Engvall a look on the second line than Kerfoot again. What else are you supposed to do? No, you're fine.
1: I agree. Like, well, listen, there's not many options. This the That's bottom six. Yeah, it's you're not gonna put like they put Zach Aston Reese there because he they were trying to kill a game off, yeah. but they're not gonna put him there yeah. for full time. There's just Malgin to me, Malgin or Angval are the real only two options, which is kind of scary. So we'll see what they you're do.
0: Right but. though, but I, I think you're right in that. Give the look to the guys down on the Marlies right now who are earning it. SDA's point of game. Joey Anderson's doing the same thing this season. Yeah. We'll we'll see about Steve's. I didn't see much when we got a chance to look at him. But, yeah, give those guys, give those 4A players an opportunity. Maybe one of them pops up here, you know? Yep. So. Yep. Uh, that's it. Uh, you give Simmons the odd extra night, show some respect to the veteran, let him try to recoup a little bit of value. Maybe somebody wants him at the deadline. Who knows? I'm I am surprised that like obviously Reeves is better, and Reeves is just a complete ass kick. Like that that's actually just like a guy who's gonna go out there and like beat the living shit out of whoever he wants, right? Yeah. Like and he's an identity player. He's in the dressing room, but I am surprised that there wouldn't be a team out there that would when Wayne has been waived all these times think hey we want a good culture guy in the room that we'll give ice time to and
1: he's probably like it it is a little surprising I'm sure there's a big part of it that he's like yeah I ain't reporting you know like he wants to be in Toronto I kind of think it is man he wants to be in Toronto I think he just wants to play
0: yeah you think so because they they were exploring trades remember when Dubas at the very beginning of the season it didn't happen hey it didn't happen all I'm saying is when Reeves got traded it did make me think. I'm surprised that no roster in the NHL wants to have Simmons even around. Anyway, um, it continues to be a thing where the Leafs are just are They're, they're going to have to add there. Maybe Matthew Nye is your boy. I'm not going to go do that joke again. But yeah, anyway, uh, they need somebody on the left side. Uh, you got anything else? I got nothing.
1: Justice for my son, Dursey. That's all I yeah. got. Get off his back, Leaf Nation. Jesus, that was hard to watch. God.
0: I don't mind it at all. I wow. think it was good. I, I, I love a hot crowd. I, I love know. when people get on somebody. He's not quite established enough for you to feel fully comfortable with it. I know. But if his mom was taking it the way that she was, which was with a smile on her face, clapping, getting into it, like just a grade A top shelf hockey mom, I yeah. think he'll be fine. You're right. Be fine.
1: You're right. But anyway, guess- uh,
0: follow, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at JDBunkus, at Sam A. McKee. Fire a like on YouTube. Fire a subscribe and a five-star review on wherever you get your Spotify or your your podcast, Spotify, Apple, wherever you want to do that sucker. And, yeah, reach out any time to the show. Share it. Do all those damn things. And then we'll see you again. We're not live immediate. Like, we're, we record right after the game, but we're not live on YouTube Saturday nights. But it the YouTube video will be posted. The podcast will be up, like, Twenty five to thirty minutes after the Calgary game. So stay tuned, subscribe, you'll get it in the feed. You do all those things you'll end up getting. All right, uh JD Bunker Sam McKee signing off. Thanks for listening.